All right, we're back. Here we are. <laughs> um, we were just talking. We were just talking for a second about how we were gonna break up these episodes since we had this setback here. Um, our, the plan originally was to talk about episode two, and then Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be pushed off for a week or two. Yeah. So another week or two. We're gonna be talking about Falcon Winter Soldier like a month after it ended. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, but, but this Star Wars is, Star is better. Star Wars takes precedence. Star Wars is better. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta say, if I have to get For rid me. of one, Marvel's gone. Easy. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, like yeah, like if I'm looking around my Lego room, and like if I had to get rid of Marvel or Star Wars, I mean, you look around like at this at that point it'd just be an investment decision. Like yeah, what do I have more of? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I definitely have more Star Wars, so. Sorry, yeah. Marvel. I bye. love you, but I. Which yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Marvel. Oh yeah, I mean my Iron Man figure collection is probably worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. So it's like, well, I mean it's a lot. Yeah. It'd, it'd be a rough one. It's yeah, it's it's Marvel. I love Marvel, but I mean like for example, the Venom trailer two came out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And I, saw I would that. trade the Venom movie for like a Dark Maul movie in a heartbeat. Yeah. Easy. Like, Venom was fun. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson's great. I love oh, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Um, but if if they said, oh, you can only see one movie, but there's going to be a Star Wars movie. Or Bye, Marvel. Venom 2. Venom yeah. Carnage. Bye, Marvel. Uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Not seeing it. I didn't see Venom until it was on video. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I never saw it in the theaters even. I didn't even see uh, Far From Home in theaters. No, you did um, not. I will go see No Way Home, though. I will yeah. see that in theaters because it's it's the third of the trilogy of Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's rumors that it'll be the last of the trilogy hmm. of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. All right. Uh, before Marvel buys it <laughs> for right. for like $2 billion. It'd be worth it. Oh, yeah. For Marvel to get Spider-Man back, it'd be worth $2 billion. Yeah. They've Sorry. got the money. It, you you got to do it, dude. Yeah. Um, so you, you'll make it back in your next crossover Marvel movie. Yes, you will. <laughs> Or the next crossover Star Wars movie, or whatever you want to. Yeah, I mean, you, you own that. everything, so just yeah. yeah. I'm getting actually a little worried about that, but I think there are enough people out there coming up with new stories and new characters. They're kind of becoming an empire, aren't they? A little bit. Hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? Kevin and then they created a rebel in uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, they have. Although Which she's actually said, "Join the rebellion." In her posts, she posts. Yeah. Join the rebellion, nice. and I've heard there's talk of bringing her back to the Mandalorian. I think they'd be idiots to not do that. I would think she's an idiot to say yes. If it was yeah. me, I would have her say, "Nope, sorry, too bad." I would, no, no. See, you're, you're, uh, see. I understand your perspective. I understand your perspective. I mean, I'd love to have her back. However, wrong. if she can force them to change mm. and bring her back, it's not. As long as they're not saying you have to apologize, Gina, for what you said, she says no. You have to apologize for what you did to me. Mm-hmm. If she can change the corporate structure at Disney to start allowing people like Gina and people like us and our perspectives, yeah, and not punish them for things they do outside of their work, it's like, yes, let's do that. Let's change these corporations to be better. All right. So for me, that's why I was like, no, if she can, if they can come groveling back to her and beg her to come back and she can get them to change how they do things, that's good. That's what we wanted, right? We don't, I, I don't want to have to cancel my Disney Plus subscription. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to lose Bad Batch. I don't want to lose all these other things. Obi-Wan Kenobi? I don't. I have, I have to watch that. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not like most of these actors as people. Yeah, Ewan McGregor, uh, his political views are terrible in my opinion. Mm. His and the as a person, he makes choices in his life that I think are garbage. Like most Hollywood actors, yeah. How many times they've been married and divorced and have children with how many different people, and and uh, have extramarital marital affairs and do drugs and drink until they pass out. I mean, yeah. These are things. No, I don't. I do not agree with their lifestyles in any way, shape, or form. But I like these characters. I like I like the stories that that are being told using these people to portray these characters. I can st- I can separate that now. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. Like once I reached adulthood and 
and started to see what these people were doing. I'm like, these people are terrible. Right. Can, wow, that person's so that? great. And then you like hear about the stuff that they're doing. Like, exactly. Oh, wow, they're maybe not that good of a person. Eventually, you just got to be able to separate it out. And for crying out loud, people people already were complaining about Gina Carano just when she got hired yeah. at Disney. But she was amazing, and they brought her back for season two. And now they're talking about they they haven't started season three of Mando yet. And I no. think that's why Gina isn't back yet. But I think John Favreau would be like, "Come on, Disney, can can we just get her back? Yeah, come on. She really didn't say anything that terrible. Come on, guys. I mean, Pedro Pascal said worse stuff. Come yeah. on. That's <laughs> like, let's let's work on it. Anyway, this is the political stuff. We're not here to talk about that. We don't We're talk, talk about politics. Bad we talk Star Wars <laughs> and Star Wars politics <laughs> and Star Wars politics, like. Uh, oh, we're not in Emperor. episode two. Never mind. What? We're not, <laughs> we're in, not episode in episode two. two. Never mind. <laughs> Although, funny enough, talking about politics and Star Wars. Yeah. The aftermath, which is now that's why that rings bell. I was like, where did I hear aftermath before? The books, aftermath. Yep. In it, it talks about Jar Jar Binks. Yes. And how he basically is like an outcast. Yeah, everybody for blames him for the rise life, of Empire. He gets uh, blamed Palpatine. for the rise of Empire. Yeah, it's like, yeah. aw. I feel Which, kind of bad for him. You know? it's, it's very unfair. It is very unfair. Because, yeah, Jar Jar Binks... Uh, he was you know, manipulated. He was manipulated, but Palpatine was always going to get that power. Yeah. And it's not... And, and that was the very smallest level of power for Palpatine. Oh, yeah. He continued to manipulate and gain more and more and more and, and more and more power. The whole rest of the Senate, the but time. you got to find yeah. someone to blame. So let's blame Jar Jar. Yeah, poor guy. I love Jar Jar. I'm fair. When I first saw him, I loved Jar Jar. Yeah, we were kids. We get a lot of haters for that, but oh yeah, no, we were kids when he came out. He Jar-Jar was there things. for us. Oh yeah, he was George so funny. said that. It's like he's the comic relief. Yeah. And later on, he he said that, oh, I think I went too far with Jar Jar and questioned his decision because of all the hate. But well, I grew up and I heard people hated Jar Jar. I'm like, why? Uh, yeah. Well, he's so annoying. Really? He's funny. He's, he's a... Uh, what do you mean he's annoying? He's a klutz. Yeah, obviously. He's, he's... That, that, How is that annoying? What? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't it's... understand. And but... I jump on the bandwagon to tell a joke. Yeah. Because, you know, people, it's all it's something that's shared in the culture that, oh, everybody hates Jar Jar, so I'll tell a, a Jar Jar hate joke. Yeah. And yes, I 100% got that achievement, crowd pleaser in Lego Star Wars, <laughs> which is that you have to kill Jar Jar Binks 100 times. <laughs> I have that achievement. Wow. Because it's funny. <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's funny in the same way that a lot of people, that like people being racist, I think is funny. It's because it's stupid. Hmm. Like people hating Jar Jar is funny to me because it's stupid. Like why why do you care so much about this character? That's it's the same with the sequel characters. I've seen videos yeah. of people that like buy action figures for characters from the sequel just to destroy them because they hate the characters. So yeah, much. and I laugh because it's, like, really? it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look, and, and that's when I I guess I've been told that I'm not a typical Star Wars fan. Yeah, because if you ask me what my it, you know. You have to a, a typical Star Wars fan, from uh-huh. what I've seen, has to hate a trilogy. One of the three has to be hated. Has to be hated. Yeah, you have to hate one of the trilogy. I, can't. I yeah. don't. So yeah. I'm not a typical Star Wars fan because yeah. I I am that. Unfortunately or fortunately, I'm the one that if it says Star Wars on it, I will give you my money. Yeah. It, well, there are a few exceptions. Resistance, comic books, <laughs> comic books and Resistance. I tried uh, the comic books, and I was like, nah. And I tried yeah. Resistance, and I was like, no. But it's no. because it was, it was, it's just, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. But most things, like, if it says Star Wars, it's like, yeah, there are memes and things that if they make it Star Warsy, I'm like, well, that's my favorite meme. Yeah. My favorite thing ever. <laughs> Half of our text messages between each other are memes. <laughs> exactly. Star Wars Star memes. Wars memes. Because like, they're great. That's awesome. They're hilarious. That, that's where it is. And so it's <laughs> that toxicity of, yeah. the, oh, I hate these because I hate these and these are horrible. It's like, See, and, and I have to check myself because I really, I struggle with the sequel trilogy, but like my kids... My like Ben wants to watch it. I'll sit down and watch it with him. Oh yeah, and I have fun, and I enjoy myself. Um, 
and while I struggle with parts of it, like, I can't say I'm like you. I can't say that if it's Star Wars, I do it. But, I mean, I saw it in theaters four times. Uh, yeah. I saw you, it two days in a row. You know, like three yeah. times in two yeah. days. Yeah. Loved every moment <laughs> of it. Yeah, and it's just... And so I can't say I'm like you that I don't hate a trilogy. Because I've said some stuff about the sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. And I've had some hard feelings. Uh-huh. Which, which is embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> Because I want to be where you are. Because, <laughs> like, I want to think of myself as that person. And I I, I kind of see myself from both sides. I can talk about the things I love about the sequel trilogy, and uh-huh. I can talk about the things I don't love about the sequel trilogy. But I, I don't think I can say I hate it. Uh-huh. Like, there are things I don't like. Yeah, well, I mean, but me I can't too. Say there I there are it. issues that I have with each trilogy. I mean, yeah. there are issues that I'm like, meh. See, I was hoping when you said you weren't a typical Star Wars fan that you'd say, like, your favorite Star Wars movie is one of the sequels or prequels. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, obviously, the first yeah, episode one, because Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. He's my favorite character, so yeah, I gotta go, go with episode one. There you go. And in the end, th- that's what it comes down to, the fact that Darth Maul... <laughs> Which is why I say, if they came out with a Darth Maul movie... Oh, no, I'd be... And it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's why, I I, I mean, as I was watching Solo, I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. It's okay. It's cool. It's cool. And then at the end, I was like, okay, this is now my second favorite Star Wars movie. (laughs) Behind? Behind episode one, because that one's more Darth Maul. It's more Darth Maul. This one's just like, ooh, Darth Maul. If we (laughs) ever... I mean, I, I, I hope... I don't know if it'll ever happen, but if we ever got a sequel to Solo that heavily featured Darth Maul, I could very easily see that become my favorite movie because it's so heavy on Darth Maul. Because he'll have a speaking part. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I mean, they, they, and they did you'll it right. You'll get the fighting. You'll, get the, you'll get the talking. I get Ray Park's fighting and Sam Witwer's voice. Perfect. You can't, it's, cannot get better that's than it, this. That's it. And I mean, those pictures it's, yeah. that I showed you a couple months ago that we've heard nothing about of them together oh doing Darth Maul stuff. It's like, okay, How what's coming? What is coming? How can it not be? I, I, is it a flashback in Ahsoka I would where she remembers totally fighting him and we see that. them fighting? Oh, that'd be so cool. Like, I got chills just thinking right? about that. Anything Darth Maul, which is why I loved Clone Wars, Rebels. I, I loved them so much because when Darth Maul came back, yeah. it was like, here we go. See, this that's interesting because when you talk to people about how they hate the how they hate the prequels, Say, but what about Darth Maul? It's like, oh, Darth Maul was great. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, no dude, one just, can be like, I hate focus. that guy. Because even the original trilogy has stuff you don't like. Oh, yeah. Like, even even original fans, like, they, yeah, they like all the originals. Ewoks. Ah, I don't love Ewoks. Exactly. That's fine. That's totally fine. Exactly. Um, For me, I always tell everybody, it. It didn't get my ranking <laughs> when when I did the ranking uh-huh. thing. Which one is your favorite? It didn't turn out this way, but I always tell everybody my favorite Star Wars movie was uh, is Clone Wars: Attack, Attack of the, the Clones. Clones. Yeah, and it's be uh, it's because I we never see more than one Jedi on screen at any time in the movies. Yeah, Episode One happened, and we got two Jedi on screen at once. It's hard to it's hard to realize that is the most Jedi we had ever seen on screen at once. Yeah, that is the most lightsabers we'd ever seen on screen is the fight with Darth Maul. Yeah, which was crazy cool. Which I mean, the, uh, it was so cool. I yeah, mean, you brought up Darth Maul. That's the yeah. problem. So you got to finish your thought before I say mine. Okay, Go ahead, keep going. So, <laughs> but then you look at Episode Two, and then we get Geonosis, <sighs> where we see a hundred Jedi at once all the fighting battle droids, all those lightsabers, like. I, just the trailer of seeing Mace Windu and all the Jedi running across the battlefield left to right against the battle droids with all the lightsabers ignited. Like that scene is like my favorite scene ever in uh-huh. Star Wars because I, I love lightsabers. I love Jedi. Like even though they're, they're not always my favorite characters in the movies or anything, but that, that one scene, that one event, the Battle of Geonosis from start to finish, just if that's yeah. that's me that's that's who I am that's who I that's what I love all the vehicles the Jedi the droids the battles the, yeah just all of it it's just like this uh-huh is what I want <laughs> oh yeah yeah and I think going off of that 
Okay. I think one of the biggest reasons why people love Darth Maul, uh-huh. not only because he looks so terrifying, yeah, is excellent because <laughs> apart from him, uh-huh. we have never seen two Sith in any of the movies. We've never seen two red lightsabers in the same scene, yes, except for Maul. Yep, because it's like, what? Should, what? How are we gonna make him cooler? Well, let's have his lightsaber have two blades. Where it's like, wait, what? That is the you're correct. Is that the is the only, only time, time we've seen two red lightsabers. Which is in a why I think, in at least in my opinion, that this one of the cinematics for the older public yeah. is so impressive, is when the transport breaks through the Jedi Temple. And the door then, opens up and one lightsaber ignites and it's, ooh, and then, that's a red lightsaber. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. All these now red lightsabers. Now there are 20 red lightsabers. You're like, I've never seen this before. Yep. So it's that same feeling as yep. Attack of the Clones. Because, <laughs> yeah, thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> Apart from the um, Clone Wars, because we see Savage and Maul sometimes and Sidious sometimes. And Sidious has the, double, has yeah. the two. Live yeah. action. Darth Maul oh. in Episode One is the only time we see two red blades. What would you What would you give to see a live action version of the Sidious Maul Savage fight? <sighs> I love it. I like over that. I mean, uh, oh yeah. That's... I mean, I know Maul gets his butt kicked, but <sighs> it's awesome. <laughs> that's five red lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, six. Five because Maul uses his one and the dark saber. Oh right. He doesn't pull right. it out till I think Savage gets killed. But then he pulls out the five red lightsabers at once. But that's five. Uh, Although it almost blurs together in some ways. Who cares? But yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's crazy to think that until the Battle of Geonosis, the most lightsabers we'd ever seen on screen was Maul. Yeah. And Qui Gon and Obi Wan. It's really only technically three lightsabers. Three lightsabers, four blades. Yeah. But it was beautiful. Yeah. And that whole scene is just. I loved it. Like. No one complains about how long that fight scene is. No. It is long. Oh, yeah. It is very long. Yeah. No one complains. No. Because every part of it is amazing. Oh, it's awesome. Even the oh. parts that are pointless, which Ray Park talks about. I think I told you about it. Yeah, he does a jump. move. And he's like, this is, point- this is pointless. <laughs> he specifically didn't do it. He never would do it. Yeah, and then George Lucas was and like, then he just hey. happened to see it just one time. He did it once. Do, do that hey, in the movie. Do that in the movie. He's like, he's like no, there's no point. There's, there's no, no point to it. It just looks this. cool. And he's like, yeah, 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 exactly. So then he does the, he does the flip and he throws the box. Like that, like... There are very few things that I have memorized in my head. And that fight is one of them. Oh, yeah. I can watch it in my head. Oh, I'm doing Every it now. Every move. When I was a kid, like, I would draw Darth Maul all oh. the time. I, I drew all the time in school, and I had this full-page picture of Maul. And it was just beautiful. I freaking love his design. It's so awesome. He's such a, such a cool character. If I had known then that I would see him again, I'd be even more out of my mind. Right? <laughs> and, and we are now 20 minutes into the second half. We haven't even talked about Bad Batch. Point is, Darth Maul is king. Point is, Darth Maul is king. Our favorite movies are prequels. And while and, and I am... I am while I want to say I don't hate the, the sequel trilogy, I, I don't know if I can honestly say it. Yeah. But I want to. <sighs> And I think that should I, count for something. I, yeah. I want, I want to say that I don't hate any Star Wars. No. I want, I want that to be so true that I think it becomes true because <laughs> that is my goal. That is right. my desire. So I don't even hate Resistance. I won't watch it. I wasn't interested in it. I just, yeah, it, it didn't captivate it didn't me, me. No. like Clone Wars did. The story just wasn't. Now again, I need to watch the second season. I've never watched the second season. I didn't get through the first. And that. Is what a lot of people said about Clone Wars. Interesting. And a lot of people said about Rebels. Couldn't get through the first. Couldn't get through the first. So season. I, what you're saying is, I need to give Resistance a chance. You need to just sit down and power through the first you know season why? and see if you the second season You know why I was okay with it. Clone Wars? Why? Lightsabers. I'm how many episodes into Resistance? I haven't seen a single lightsaber. All of them. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why when they're like, oh, yeah. And Rebels. Rogue. Rebels even had lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue One, point. they're like, yeah, there's not going to be a lightsaber. It was like, okay. That, all right. It's live action, though. So I'll watch it. It's cool. And then they're like, just kidding. Just kidding. Vader at the end. It's like, it's like okay. Not only did you give me a lightsaber, you gave me Vader. <laughs> Darth freaking Vader. Which it's, Twice. Oh, you get to see him twice. He's Dad yeah. jokes. Anyway, it's... it's and we're still not why. talking about I know. That's, it's just... <laughs> 
because look, I love the Bad Batch. I do. You know what? And <laughs> but this... we're talking about the Star Wars universe here. So, so we've basically gone through the first episode of the Bad Batch. So the aftermath is kind of like three episodes put together. Yeah. Very easily, and it's broken up very similarly in that way. That's true. When you watch it, yeah. Um, we have the first episode, which was about Order sixty six. Yep. And the takeover of the government of the government by Palpatine. Yes. The second episode is about Tarkin coming, testing the clones, and sending them out on their first mission, uh, for the Empire. Yeah. And what happens with that? And then the third episode is them escaping and going back and getting Omega. And it it could have been split into three episodes. Yeah, and it may have been originally. It's possible. Um, When the first time I watched it, it felt like there were breaks that like completely faded to black without sound. And I wondered if it was so that they could syndicate it later. Yeah. um, And put it out on TV. Possible. But then watching it app, watching it these other times, I haven't noticed those breaks again. Mm. Um, So, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. But, uh, let's talk Bad Batch. Let's uh, let's actually we've... go back to Bad Batch. So we've met Omega, and we go into the lunchroom scene, which is so great. I love the lunchroom scene. Um, Omega sits down with the Bad Batch, which is not something they're used to because of the way that Regs treat They are called the Sad the Batch by Regs. Uh, Regs called in the Sad Batch. That's so weak. That's it really so is. Weak. It's, it's, like, like, it's so juvenile. You're just <laughs> jealous that you're, you know, it, it's jealous that they look like... Uh, everybody else and these guys are different they look different yep oh well while they all deal still have a tamora morrison face it's altered yeah it's just slightly different tech looks like my buddy mike who's a tech guy you know with the receding hairline <laughs> crosshair looks like my you know sniper friend yeah it's it's interesting crosshair had gray hair yeah it's which is so weird to me um <laughs> echo has no hair <laughs> nope and then Hunter is freaking Rambo. He's he even is. got the Rambo uh, I'm pretty sure he's, that, that skull <laughs> is a tattoo. Yeah. Because uh, at first face? I was like, oh, it's face paint. It's like, no, 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 it's a tattoo. He got a freaking tattoo of a skull on half of his half head. Half of his face, which is so <laughs> cool. That's, that's like that's like the ultimate. Like, oh, yeah. I'm awesome. Oh, and he <laughs> is. Oh. And that's that's he's the leader, dude. Yeah. I mean, and I know tattoos hurt. Like, I know facial tattoos hurt. I'm sure people who looked at this, who have facial tattoos, would be like, I would never do that. Oh, yeah. Like, that would hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's cool. They get in a lunchroom brawl because Omega throws some food at a at a reg. And he's like, who are you? And they're like, ah, whatever. You're not worth my time. <laughs> and then Wrecker stands up behind Omega when he's about to start something. The regs are about to fight, and they're like, ah, never, uh, never mind. mind. You know, because Wrecker will <laughs> wreck them. Wrecker throws, like, two trays at the dude. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's holding more? He's like, like all right, let's, let's do this. Do this. <laughs> like, my favorite part is when they fight, They start fighting, and Echo's like, ah, no, not again. Oh, no, not it's again. Like, how often does this happen that they... <laughs> yeah, and then Crosshair's just sitting there. He's still eating. He's just like, just yeah. like... I'm not getting involved until I have to get involved. Until the his tray gets knocked out, and then he throws the tray okay. and hits now it's the dude my right in the face. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. He totally, like, wings it at a dude, nails him. It's like, oh, that was pretty good. Oh, and these trays, as it turns out, are pretty heavy duty. Oh, yeah. They're made of either some heavy, like, ceramic or plastic or could be metal. Could be. <laughs> because Echo notices Tarkin sitting up watching the clones... And takes a tray to the head. And it... Uh, knocks him out. Knocks him out. He wakes up in the medical bay, surrounded by droids. And he kind of has a panic attack for a minute. Yes. And uh, we find out it's YZ. And we did the research in the previous episode. This is the same YZ that... Uh, helped Fives. Helped Fives and Tup. Or tried to. And... Uh, so it's it's understandable that Echo kind of freaks out with all the droids around him because that's that's what happened before he was kidnapped by droids. But luckily Omega's there to calm him down. And then the rest of the Bad Batch come in. And then we get a reminder of uh, Echo's number. And we only hear two clones' numbers in this. <laughs> sorry. Oh, just, sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm watching the cafeteria fight. Oh, are you? <laughs> Record just threw the trays at the guy. That's, keep going, sorry. Just... Oh, no, you're good, you're good. The, the fight is amazing. Again, 
we're gonna try to skip the action stuff so we can get to the oops. Oh, <laughs> uh, does he say oops? Yeah, oh, that's he right. Throws the tray. That's oops. right. There's like two the trays. There was oh, no yeah. freaking way. And Rome's in his head. Yeah, he, and then he hit, throws <laughs> more trays and hits the guy in front of the the main yeah you know, rag and completely knocks him out. Like yeah, the guy walking across it's it. Just, it's just so funny. Ugh, it is a fantastic scene. It's so comical. Echo's like, yeah, Echo's thing. And it's funny, uh, Echo being thrown across the table is what knocks Crosshair's food off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Which, that's what uh, Crosshair throws and just completely pounces this dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, this is not good. This, is, this doesn't matter anymore. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Awesome fight. So go back and watch it. I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. All the action in this show is great. Um, yeah. But... I, I yes. thought I thought about the planning it takes to do that. I'm like, man, they just they really take their time on those fight scenes. Oh yeah, and the battles, they really do. It's great. Um, so he wakes up in uh, in there. He tells he wakes up in the hospital. He tells the other clones about Tarkin. Yes, and it's like uh, we might be in trouble because he, he is hates not a fan clones. of clones. Yeah, so we we're gonna be in trouble here. Um. And they've been summoned, and so they're going to go, supposedly, to get reamed for what they did in the lunchroom, because Targan saw the whole thing. Yes. And you were, <laughs> you were mentioning, we only hear um, uh, two Echo's, numbers. Name, uh, Echo's number and Hunter's. No, Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah. His number. Yep. And I, it's funny, I now have Echo's memorized. CT1409. Yep. It just clicked this time. In, in this episode for some reason. Can you remember AZ's number? No, it's like 15 <laughs> digits long. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, you, you three, get a positive and actually nine, check it? Let's see. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 21, 24. 24, numbers. 24 numbers long. So three, four, I was five, even... Two, one, I, eight, I was under... Oh, of course. Well, thank you very much for reading that. Because you did not have that memorized. Although we did check it side yeah, by I side. Did. I had it memorized last time uh, it, when we previously we did to check. He read, uh, Scott read it off while I watched the numbers. It, I, I yes. almost started reading it at the same time as you. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that'd be fun to do, but we I didn't because I wanted to make sure I didn't. Want I to love how Az's like I have distressing news for you guys. You're all defective. You're all defective clouds. Take some time to let this process to let this sink in. They're like, you're weird. <laughs> Thank you, Az. And it's no, like, that's we got so, that. Oh, that's so Az. Um, actually, there's something interesting that is that occurs in this episode that actually makes me sad about these defective clones. But we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll get to it uh, very quickly, actually. Yeah. Uh, so they're told they're summoned. Omega's like, oh, it was my fault I started this. Uh, I'll come too. And she's really trying to get in with the Bad Batch. And we learn yes. later it's because she's terrified of what's going to happen now that Tarkin's here. Yep. Um, but they kind of brush her off because most of them don't even know she's a clone yet. No. Uh, Tech does at this point, actually. This is where yeah. he scans her and finds out that uh, they're clones, that she's a clone. Uh, as they're walking down the hallway... They're told by one of the Coruscant guard, the shock troopers, and that they're supposed going? to be in the training facility. Yeah, go to the training facility. Like, what, we're not being reprimanded? No, you're being tested. It's like, oh. The record's like, right. wait, I mean, we get in a fight, and we get, we're not in trouble, and we get a and fight, we get to fight more. more? Maybe this Empire stuff isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, and honestly, uh, listening to this uh, YouTube channel that I just discovered, one of their one of the YouTube videos actually talks about the Empire as if you were for the Empire. Oh, I like that. It's very different cool. perspective. I love that stuff. And that's what really, really clued me in. Like, okay, I'm going to listen to the rest of this guy's stuff. He also, as a big vehicle guy, he goes through naming conventions of vehicles. I'm oh, like, yeah. All right. I'm going to start renaming a few of these uh, ships that I've got. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that they follow I, the doctor. I love different perspectives. Especially oh, bad so cool. perspectives. The bad guys' perspectives. I yes. love bad guys' exactly. perspectives. Um, in one of them, it talked about the uh, the Clone War and the Jedi, uh-huh. and it told the story from Palpatine's pers- from Palpatine's 
propaganda. Ooh. Which was really cool. It's like, well, the Jedi got more and more and more powerful, and then they tried to... And she actually only says one Jedi tried to assassinate the Chancellor. Mm. Which is interesting because it's true. If the Chancellor fought off four Jedi, people go, how? Yeah, those are Jedi. That doesn't make sense. But one Jedi tried to assassinate him? Well, he's got guards and stuff. Yeah. That may, that'd be fine. Uh-huh. You could probably stop that. And then it said that the Jedi then turned on their clones and attacked them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even, I've never considered that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, how else would you paint them as the bad guys? Yeah, so they tried to assassinate the Chancellor and attacked their clone commanders. It's like, they oh my say, gosh. Oh wow, yeah. I is... mean, in, in some ways, that's actually exactly what Yoda did. <laughs> it, it, it is. He just, totally, he just executed him. He obviously wasn't like... very close with... Uh... His Gree. Commander, yeah. Commander Gree. No, actually, that was uh, Commander Gree worked with uh, Barisafi and Luminara. Oh. Most of the time. So, kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Well, there you go. Hmm. Um, so we get we get an awesome training scene. Yes. For the most part, it goes exactly the way you'd expect. Bad Batch completely owns the training. Drugs. No problem at all. They said they've done this a thousand times. Um, I was trying to think of maybe if there were different things, and I don't think the towers were always active. I think different things activated in each training for the yeah. thing, because uh, Hunter takes a minute to get the lay of the land and figure out which kind of training scenario they got. Then he sends Crosshairs to the tower. Yes, he actually still commands him, and Crosshair follows the orders, which is yeah fine. So this is where, uh, as much as Crosshair will betray them in the future, and and I already thought he would. This is where we see the conflict because Crosshair still helps. Yes. He still participates in the squad when they're doing, when they're following orders. Yeah. So this is where the conflict comes because there's no reason for him to question them. And he doesn't like secretly aim at Hunter at some point and change his mind. No. He act, acts as a member of the squad. And so yeah. this is one of those reinforcing things. It's like, why didn't, didn't the Bad Batch recognize crosshairs change in demeanor yeah well he's still being part of the group and even later on on their test mission for the empire he still does that he still participates as part of the group and follows orders um so tarkin's watching they totally take these droids out and record easy records just super impatient and so he jumps out and he's like this is taking too long and so then he takes all the droids out <laughs> yeah almost single-handedly um once the towers are down because of crosshair but then Tarkin says, you know Switch what? Switch to live rounds. Switch to live because the Empire needs to be stronger than the Republic. And these clones are Republic clones. So yep. switch to live rounds. And at first I was like, oh, live rounds. This will still be fine. Except that they don't switch out the Bad Batch's blasters for live rounds. They're no. still using the training stunners. Which doesn't do anything on the prototype Dark, Dark Troopers. Troopers. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Um, I, I like how Tarkin is like um, Lama Sue is like I protest like these guys are expensive and he's like you'll be fairly compensated and I'm like yeah according to the Empire you'll be fairly compensated they're like yeah they're worth about this much when he's like no it costs this much to make them he's like well this is what we think is fair and we're in charge oh, so gosh. this is how much you get yeah it was uh, it, see being an entrepreneur of sorts, running my own couple of businesses, and run and you know being a collections agent and being um, for my for the company I work full time for, collecting money and doing bids and things like that, the most dangerous thing you can do is do work without a price in advance. Yeah. Um, Ralph fixed the computer again, changed out a couple of parts to fix it, and we never discussed any money. And so I was terrified about how much it was going to be. It wasn't bad. He he, he must have hooked me up because I, I, I doubt he charged me what he should. He always. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, Ralph's a good guy. I would even say he's unfair. Like he unfairly yeah, he charges is. on his end. He probably is. Um, luckily, Venmo lets you send money to somebody and they don't, whether or not they accept it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this is interesting because he says you'll be fairly compensated, and then they switch to live rounds. It's like, you didn't discuss a number. No. 
you this this is very dangerous for you because he can say, oh, there wasn't that much damage and the clones all survived, so we're not paying you anything. Yeah. Even though they destroy these dark troopers. Oh yeah. Which are prototype dark troopers? They're not cheap. No. I think it's funny that uh, you know, think about it. Tarkin says it. Vader says it in Episode Five to Boba. Yeah. He's like, well, the Empire will compensate you if he dies, but they also don't talk about a number. Exactly. So, so um, you're at their one, mercy. I think that one might be different because Boba has a bounty number of how much Han is worth to Jabba. Yeah, and Vader doesn't want to burn that bridge. No. But Tarkin is an Tarkin on the other hand, he's and he also the clone. He doesn't even want the clones anyway. Cameron. So yeah, exactly. he's like, yeah, okay, you get. You'll your be life. fairly compensated. You get your life. We won't kill you. Right. Yeah. The end. Exactly. You know? And that could happen. But That's true. So, yeah, in that case with Vader and Boba, I was thinking about that too, but I didn't want to bring it up because I, I hadn't thought through it. But you're 100% right. Vader didn't want to destroy that relationship because Boba is a good bounty hunter. Yeah. And number two, Vader doesn't care about money. No. So, like, he doesn't care. It's like, yeah, yeah, accounting, please give him... A million credits. How much was Han, Han worth? Han a million credits? Yeah, okay. Give him the million credits. Give him credits. a million credits. Like, a million credits is shut up and do it now or I'll kill you. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. sure. Or really, he'd so kill... Vader actually, what he would do is he'd kill that person like, you give him a million credits. Now give him a million credits. Like, okay. Then they would. So this is this is very interesting because Tarkin's the exact opposite of Vader. He does care about money yeah. and he doesn't care about the relationship with the Kaminoan. So it's no. exactly the opposite. Yeah. Vader... Boba did trust Vader to compensate him fairly because, yep. you know, legends, he had done other work for him. Yes. Um, but in this case, there's no guarantee. And no. he just canceled all the contracts that the Kaminoans had with the there Republic. No he, contract. He literally just con- He's basically evaluating. He walked in and said, oh, no, all this money that you're spending on these future clones. It's all. I don't know where you're getting it from. It's not coming from us. Not from us. Yeah. They are at the, the mercy of the, the uh, Republic for it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. But, yeah, so they switch to live rounds, and they start getting kind of crushed by the By these the dark troopers. troopers. Um, but I think my favorite part in this was when Wrecker, when they tried to use hand signals to talk to Wrecker, and Wrecker's like, like, I hate I hand, hand signals. signals. And the tech's like, well, maybe if you memorize the hand signals, like, <laughs> maybe you should memorize them. I, I have. have memorized them. We're doing what we did on Felicia. She's like, well, why didn't you just say that? It's like, <laughs> record, come on, dude. And what are we supposed to do if you're by yourself? There's no one next to you saying, hey, we're going to do what we did on <laughs> well, Felicia. Well, he's going to go smash stuff. Like, he's Hulk, right? Yeah, that's he's, true. Uh, record smash. So tech goes up and he reprograms one of the dark troopers, which is cool. They tackle, on, tackle one and be. Put him to the ground. I like how he stays on top of him as it's programmed. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, after the fact when he rides on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. I'm like, why are you doing that? It's got to be a proximity thing, right? Yeah. He's controlling him from his wrist gauntlet. But it it's got to have a limited range. Yeah. And it's, it's like if you accidentally cut the uh, antenna off of your RC car, right? <laughs> and you got to stay, you got to have the controller right next to it the entire time. Yeah. Um, and we know Wrecker was damaging it, so that's possibly a reason. Yeah. Wrecker did take a shot he early did. on. And this is where we see that plastoid armor that the stormtroopers wear versus the clone troopers. The clone trooper armor was designed to take hits. Yes. And Wrecker survives. With Plus, Wrecker, I would say, has added uh, endurance. Definitely. A shot that may kill a different clone won't kill Wrecker because he's right. much bigger. Because he's just more durable. Yeah. Uh, the added strength was with an extra durability. You know, in, in the in the, <laughs> the battle, you know, party, he's the tank. Yeah. So he's designed to take hits. Yeah, and then I think I think the the best part of the fight though is the very end. Tech on the one dark trooper gets knocked out by the last uh, remaining dark trooper. Yes. Uh, that dark trooper takes the one out that Tech's riding. Tech falls down. He's he's hurt. He's knocked. He's knocked the wind out of him, at least. Yeah. But then everybody's pinned down. Uh, Hunter throws his knife. It hits the arm of it, but it doesn't do anything. Uh, and then they say, "Crosshairs, we gotta do something here." And Crosshair yells to Wrecker, "Wrecker, knife!" Yeah. Wrecker throws his knife up in the air. Crosshair shoots at it, hits it, and launches it into the dark trooper into its head. Oh yeah. With a shot from a blast. 
That is freaking amazing. I mean, this guy, he just, he just understands the physicality of space. Yep. And he knows just so I freaking this well. Here, then this uh, but he takes his time. And that was actually an inconsistency that I was worried about. Because he headshots all those droids, right? Yeah. But he's in a stable situation. He's in a sniper perch. He's already evaluated for wind, possible deflection of the blaster bolt. So he, he's ready. He's in position for a sniper hit. In this situation, it's a combat situation. He does not have a sniper perch. He does not rest his blaster on anything. He's holding it by hand and was still able to get the shot, but we're at close range here. Yep. Uh, but then when he shoots at Caleb Dune the first time, he, it's right on. The second time is, is off. Further distance, still not a sniper perch. So uh, I, I'm, it, it's actually fairly consistent for, for, for how worried I was. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Um, one part that I was... <laughs> okay, this is the part when I started to really question the Kaminoans because I know they don't value life. We saw that with Tup. And fives. Yep. They have no value for clone life. Uh, life is expendable. Clones are. Life in general. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're creating a living thing. Uh, life being expensive. Um, <laughs> they have a discussion with Tarkin about these enhanced clones. Yes. These clones, but if you think, if you realize, these clones were not enhanced. They were not genetically enhanced. No, they were genetically... They were defective. Defective. But had desirable traits. Yep. How many clones that were defective in other ways were simply slaughtered? No idea. And Too many. when were they killed? When, when were their defects re realized? Yeah. Uh, we know 99... He was was defective from birth, and he was a janitor. He was old, yeah. so his aging process continued. Yeah. Probably, he's probably the same age as Rex. Yeah, I mean Rex knew him, so it makes me wonder if ninety nine was the same age. Uh, thing that I read his said acceleration that, um, was in a batch of two hundred clones, seven were defective. Oh my gosh! Every two hundred clones, that's seven three of them and were and defective. Wow. So these ones just and happen to have cellular mutations enha with enhanced traits that are desirable in a soldier. So there are others who are like, well, he's blind. He's like, well, okay. And so they just offed him. Yeah. So, I mean, how many of these clones, I mean, you could even do Why a Why did they not off 99? I think it was because he was part of the first batch. He was, yeah. And so, so. he was defective, but they hadn't put up protocols yet for getting rid of him. Yeah. But after that... And they thought, well, they we need did. a janitor. Yeah, well, you could be a janitor, up. I guess. Whatever. Talk about the worst existence ever. Yeah. Like, uh, again, it's that ethical concern. You're creating a living being built to die. Yeah. Like, I mean, in the end, that's what we all are. But it's the life that we're going to have that gives it meaning. Yeah. Between birth and death. And then, if you're religious, what happens after death? But in the case of these clones, they are bred and they live to fight and to die. Like, our, the purpose of our life is not to die. Yeah. Like, we have an existence. We have likes, we have desires, we get to watch Star Wars. I mean, it gives our life meaning. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but for clones, ethically, I could never get behind it. Like, you, you had that first batch of clones, I would have immediately halted all future production. Yeah. You know? It makes me wonder if there are other defective clones that are alive, but they're that are just doing other things. Locked away minor defective. They're minor just locked defects. away. Yeah. Maybe maybe that maybe they're all the janitors. They're not sure where to put them, and so they you know they may not kill them yet. I don't know. And so they just cast wow. them out into the water or something, and some survive because one of them <laughs> miraculously can breathe underwater or oh, something crazy. Um, I know that's not the case. It's true. Because of what they say. She says all that five, five remain. Yeah. Which means the others were destroyed or died in combat or in some other way. So it's possible there were more members of Clone Force 99 
of the Bad Batch that uh, yeah. that actually were part of the group that had enhanced abilities that got taken out. Yeah. But uh, but I well actually now that you now that you mention it, Tarkin did say how many of these enhanced clones. So she assumed that he was talking about clones that had desirable traits. Yeah. So it's possible the other ones still exist. They just don't have desirable traits. But he was asking about the enhanced ones, the good ones. And she's not going to tell him about defective ones. Ones that have no military Of course not. Not when they're trying to justify. She's trying to get him to continue paying them. Yeah. So she's not going to be like, well, we have like 20 of these guys over here, but they can't do anything. This guy doesn't even have any hands. Yeah. She's not going to talk about that. No, she's not. And we've known well, them to lie Tarkin's before. The Kaminoans? Yeah. Absolutely. So there could be more, and she's just not telling him. Yeah, very true. Could be personal bodyguards that are awesome. Yeah. That can turn invisible. Oh, there you go. Now you're getting somewhere. <laughs> Blend into their environment. Um, so they talk about uh, whether or not they can be trusted. Their loyalty. Are they loyal um, to the Empire? Did they execute Order 66? And like, get... Well, because both were killed... We can, assume, we can like, assume they we did. assume nothing. Yep. Because there's a counter report filed by one of them. Who could it be? I wonder <laughs> who could it be. It was Crosshair. Um, the, the Padawan escaped. Omega. It was Omega. You think so? Yeah. Well, uh, the clones are pretty upset about being used as target practice. Yes. <laughs> With live rounds. And this is where Crosshair once again starts saying, whatever, we're always shot. We always We're been always shot. being shot at. Why do you care? It's like, well, there's a difference between getting shot in battle and being, being used practice. as target practice. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like, so, you've been shot at before. It's like, yeah, but yeah, that but we was were in the battle. Purpose. Yeah. Like it wasn't just because they wanted to see if we'd live. Yep. And so, <laughs> which you know, is what's the record's like, who is this imperial snake? You know, who thinks he can just like shoot at us? Yeah. We're not freaking like, droids. We're not freaking droids. Like, we could think. And then we hear and someone's like, that well is agreed. And who walks yeah. in? Admiral Gore Koresh. Yep. He came completely out of nowhere, but it's good to know where he started. Yep. Empire. Because I, I always wanted to know, because he had to have a good story behind him. Turns out, ex-Imperial officer. Yep. <laughs> He's followed by Tarkin. Followed by Tarkin, uh, and Tarkin kind of takes over like he does. Yeah. So Gorkoresh is pretty much sidelined for the rest of the He episode. basically just showed up just a cameo. Yeah, which we appreciate yes, because that's do. kind of our thing. Yeah, we need him. We always, we're always looking out for him. Yep. Um, sad it took this long. Yeah. But, you know, we got there. Yep. Um, and he tells them they're going to go on a mission, that there are some insurgents. Insurgents that need to be taken care of. So uh, Wrecker's excited again. Unlimited bombs. ammo. Yeah. Unlimited bombs. Yeah. He actually <laughs> cried. Hey, we both hey, did. We both did. <laughs> it's freaking great. Um, this mission is pretty much uneventful for me. Yeah, me too. Um, I kind of feel like we can skip it for the most part. All that we know is they go and they're not droids. It's not droids, which they assumed. They assumed. Because Tarkin said they were separatists. And... Uh, but they're not separatists. They're actually Republic fighters. Yep. Omega wants to go with them. I think we should talk about the fact that says, Omega's yeah. like, I don't trust Tarkin. He doesn't like clones. I think he has it we out for you guys. Here. Yeah. And I, she wants to go with them. She basically says, we need to leave and never come back. Yep. And he's like, you need to stay here because... Hey, change is hard. Yep. But it'll be fine. Yep. Don't it'll worry be fine. about it. So then when they go on their mission and find out that not only are they not fighting clones or droids, droids <laughs> they're being spied on by a probe droid. Yep. They, Tarkin sent a probe droid after them, and it turns out these are, uh, these are Old Republic, Old Republic, <laughs> former Republic fighters, Saw Gerrera, and then being the leader. elderly people and children. Yep. So Which of course Hunter's not going to do fine to kill. Yep. He has his well, scope his right on the old lady, and he's like, "Give me the order." Give me the order. It's like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And that's what. But I again, it's it's this lack of care for life. Yeah. That the Kaminoans have that they were fine putting into the clones. Yep. Um, for me, yep. <laughs> I'm drawing all these connection lines. Um, so Crosshair is totally ready to do it, but luckily Hunter calls him off. It's because Call they're actually off. surrounded. Yeah. He's like, they have a good alone. talk with Stand Saw. Down. Yeah, and Saw makes him question. He's like. What else are they lying about? Yep. If they lied about this, what else are they lying about? He, he then t- lets him know that Palpatine unjustly made himself emperor. 
which yep. is correct. That's true. They are in the middle of a civil war. Yep, and yeah, may, the Clone War may be over, but a civil war is about to begin. Yep, and he talks, Saw basically says, you know, the clones helped me once, so they we'll have a choice. A choice. Yep. Like, what do we the do with them? The clones helped me once, so He's like, well, well they helped me, so they can have a choice. And then they pack up, like, Saw Gerrera and his team pack up and gone. They gotta meet with the rendezvous minutes. point. Yep. Which means they're meeting they're with others. Somewhere. Yep. We know Saw Gerrera eventually becomes the leader of... Uh, of Saw's Renegades. Yep. He becomes radical. Rogue One. He radicalizes. And it, that's a tragic story. Yeah. That's I very tragic. He becomes another Vader, basically. Essentially. He becomes a rebel Vader. He doesn't trust anybody. Always nope. thinks people are out to kill him. Doesn't Basically mind killing insane. prisoners either. Nope. Absolutely oh, they not. Serve or the torturing Empire, them. They die. Yep. Uh, like he uh, tortures Bodhi. Yep. He messes with his brain. Ugh. Yep, he's willing to kill off an entire species <laughs> just to get his answers. Is that the Mind Flayer? The what? The Mind Flayer? Gina Carano, uh, Cara Dune, talks about a Mind Flayer in uh, the first season. Really? Yeah, she's like, when they're surrounded by Gideon, they're going to catch us and we're going to send it to a Mind Flayer. It's like, that's just propaganda. I'm like, what is Sagarera? What if that creature is the Mind Flayer? Could be. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That's not its name in it. It's uh No, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh Borgolit. Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was just a funny thing. That's funny. So Sagarera's men are already guerrilla tactics and very efficient. He was taught by Anakin and Rex. Yes. Soka. So this dude's a good fighter. Yep. And he was very good. Lost He's got his a good sister drive to, to uh, the separatists. Yep. Which she was the leader. She, she was, was the Stella. Leader. Stella was the leader. Uh, look, you even remember. You're driving me crazy. It's Star Wars, Dave. Well, I can't. Uh, Hunter destroys the probe droid, and they decide to go back to Kamino to get Crosshair and let him kind of have a, uh, little, have a, skirm- little, a little skiff. verbal a little skirmish. Tiff. Yeah, they have a little tiff. <laughs> Lover's quarrel. Yep. Uh, and this is where this is where Hunter, I think, really starts to understand that Crosshair isn't yep. fully part of it. This is also it? where Tech reveals that Omega is a... A clone, an clone. enhanced clone. An enhanced clone. And they're like, why so did you tell five. us that? He's like, well, I thought it was obvious. Now, this is actually a part that sounds consistent. How did they know that she said that there were five? They weren't there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't even freaking there. <laughs> That's true. He says, Lama Su said that uh, there were five. Tarkin assumed it was Echo. But he's, but he's a wreck. So, yeah, yeah they weren't true. there they in the room with, with them when Tarkin. Oh, Omega must have told Tech. <laughs> he's tapped into the surveillance. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet he is. Wouldn't surprise me, especially if he was worried about, uh, worried about Tarkin. Uh huh. So they go back to Camino, and Camino's gone dark. The probe droid he destroyed. Yep. They have um, to get Omega. They gotta get Omega out. Yep. Classic. You know, the kid wants to come with you. You leave him behind for safety, and then you end up having to go back into the enemy danger to pick up said kid that if you'd just taken with you, <laughs> yep, you could have avoided this whole thing. And yeah. And Crosshair could still be part of the group. Crosshair Although would have betrayed you and told you where everybody them. was. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Omega goes into their quarters to look around because yeah. she, I mean, they are her compatriots. Yep. And so she wants to learn more about and them. She knows. She was going to tell Hunter, I think, before he left. Cause she's like, Hunter. He's like, what? Uh, never mind. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty so sure I'm she one was going to tell I him. Go with you. I, I am a, I'm yeah. a clone. I'm, I'm a female clone. Yeah. Well, they go back for they get captured. Yes, they do. Uh, it's obviously a trap because they yes. walk in and there's no escort this time, which was a new thing they were doing. No command code. All the lights no, are dark. No communication. No with clearance anybody. codes. Nothing. So they come in and they land. Um, Omega had gone into their quarters and discovered the shock troopers. Uh, the shock troopers came in later and removed all their belongings and actually all in the hangar. destroyed uh, YZ. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was a very unceremonious end to uh, YZ. That was sad. It, it is sad because we did know that droid from pre from previous clones and events. 
Um, but it also let Omega leave without without it. Does that make sense? Yes. Because they they already have tech. Uh, they already have Echo. Sorry, as their droid interface. And so it would just it wouldn't make sense for them to bring another droid on board. Well, and, and it, it although just, it is a medical droid, it, it reemphasizes the fact that clones don't care about droids. They hate all droids, yeah. even droids that are on That's their side. Point. They hate droids. Very good point. So they come back. They get captured. Um, the shock troopers actually arrest Omega and put her in a cell. Uh, the bad batch gets thrown in there with her. <laughs> yeah. So the mission's not a complete failure. Because, hey, we found Omega. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, we got captured so we could find you. That's why we came back. She's touched. Oh, you came back for me? Um, they do figure out a way to escape because there's the, the a somewhat of a, a mental gymnastics loophole where uh, this facility was not designed for clones with prisons. So there are weak points. Tech finds the weak point. Wrecker hits it. Omega crawls through it, gets out, disengages the shield, and then they take out those clone troopers like they're nothing. Uh, yeah. Three shock troopers. Um, they escape. They're looking for their gear, which was taken from them. Luckily, Omega heard that they were moving all their stuff to one of the hangars. So they run out there, and sure enough, they literally... Did you talk about Crosshair everything. was gone? Oh, not yet. Sorry. While they're in the cell... Um... They come and get Crosshair out. They come and take Crosshair out. Because he showed loyalty. Yes. And on so the they mission. want to see if they can enhance Tarkin that. wants to know why. Yeah. So while they break out, Crosshair's not with them. Yeah. Um, this is where we hear Crosshair's designation, CT-9904. 9904. Which is interesting because he's part of uh, Clone Force 99. And it makes me wonder if they aftermarket designated the clones. Like, they weren't named in... in Euro, so yeah. as it were, but not until they uh, were born, if you will. Yeah. And so to keep track of the bad batch clones, they start with the ninety nine moniker. Yeah. yeah. Prefix designation. Um, so Crosshair's not there when they escape, so they're gonna go get their gear and, and break get, Crosshair out. Yeah, bust Crosshair out. They find out that Crosshair's inhibitor chip is working, just not at the high level as regular clones, but it can be enhanced to do so. Yeah. It may even be even more. Now. And so we see Tarkin and the Kamatons increase it. Yep. Increase its effectiveness. Luckily, all their stuff was gathered in one place in a hangar. And they'd actually moved the shuttle from the outside into the hangar as well. <laughs> that was nice of them. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice of them. Uh, it's probably one of those things that uh, they thought about after the fact. Like, oh, wait, we parked it outside. Oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they brought it in. <laughs> so that we can have this fight happen. Um, and they get their gear and they're like, okay, we just got to go get crosshair. And like, well... That won't be hard. Omega says, we're not going to have to go far. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> um, and sure enough, Crosshair comes around the corner, and he is in some armor. And Scott, you have a theory on the armor. Death Trooper armor. I think it's Death Trooper armor. You think that Clo uh, Crosshair is the first Death Trooper, and yep. what all the other Death Troopers are patterned, slash, uh, my theory, is cloned after. The Death They're, Troopers the are, Death actually are actually clones. clones. Yes. And you have this hypothesis because of a specific thing. Their voice. Things. For one, their voices okay. are scrambled, which people often said is because they were zombies, which I never got on that train. My theory yeah, that is that their voices are scrambled thing. because they are clones and people recognize clone voices. So, so they scramble their, scramble their voices. voices so people don't know they're clones. Also, they're amazing shots, like Crosshair. In, in Rogue One, you see that it's usually one shot. They oh, shoot yeah, the one time, incredibly and they accurate. hit you very well, kind of like Crosshair. Yep. So they know, they have on record... Unless you cheer it and the Force is with you and you are with the Force. That's true. <laughs> but they... But they'll get you after. <laughs> they have the... They know how they got Crosshair, so it would make sense that they're able to create others. So that's yeah, they why... they would be able to replicate it. I would say that I believe that Crosshair is basically the template for the Death Troopers. Which is very possible. Um, I watching it again. I I thought about it even more. And Crosshair is slightly taller than the other mm. members of the Bad Batch. Um, not as tall as Wrecker, 
No. But he is on the higher end, and Death Troopers were usually taller than the than the regular Stormtroopers. Yep. So I, I'm trying to justify this as more as much as possible. And maybe this is your Darkhold. Maybe by the end, Could be. we'll actually see them cloning a clone to make Which Death Troopers. Which is interesting. That'd be interesting. Or it's oh, what if their voice scramble is because their vocal cords don't develop properly because they're like clones of clones. Yeah, that's also fun. true. That's a possibility. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, Wrecker, oh, sorry, <laughs> I did it again. Hunter and Crosshair have a standoff, which is old Wild Westy and yep, very cool. But Hunter knows Crosshair, knows how long it takes him to aim, and is able to stay out of his line of fire the entire time. Yep. Um, this whole time, Wrecker's also searching for his stuffed animal. Yes, Lula. <laughs> Because of course he is, he's uh-huh. he's the big he's the big giant hulking character, which means on the inside he is a teddy bear. Yep. So he needs his teddy bear. <laughs> so he needs it. Uh, luckily, they get off some smoke grenades, um, but unluckily, they get really pinned down by all these clone troopers and crosshair. Yes. And then right as crosshair is about to take him out, when they finally get around to boarding the shuttle after this. This is a really cool firefight. You should watch it. It's great. Yes. But then right at the end, freaking Echo. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Eh. Omega. Omega finds a blaster. Finds a blaster and totally nails Crosshair's rifle in the scope. Yeah. That's insanely Disables the gun entirely. the entire thing. Crosshair pulls out his uh, handheld blaster. It's good to note that uh, the... Omega does a great job of defending him. The... Um, medical uh, coming on impedes the doors from being shut. Yes, yes. So Crosshair tells one of the clones to shut the door so the ship can't yep. leave and he can't good, do it. Good detail. Thank you for remembering And that. we see that it's her, the medical. She's yep. overriding it so that the door will stay open. Yeah, it's Omega's friend. Yep. Uh, Omega's coming on friend lets her escape. Yep. Uh, locks out the door. Which and they do, they get away, and then it cuts to her going to the medical Kemino and talking to Lama Su, who is the prime minister. And he's like, is it taken care of? Like, is it under control? She's like, well, the inhibitor chip in Crosshairs is increased. However, the rest of the Bad Batch escaped with Omega. And he's like, all right, well, no need to tell them something until we have something to report. <laughs> or no need to no report need to that, that until there's something, something to report. report. <laughs> so they're not going to tell the Empire that. No, they're not, and they also don't know what the Empire, Empire's plan is. No, and they'd like so to wait. He's like, we're not going to tell them about our failures, same reason talking about the other defective clones, until we know we what they're doing. have to. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. And then we see everybody getting patched up on the ship after their uh, final Omega battle. Omega gives um, Lula to Grecker and makes him so happy. Yep. But... Then she goes up to the cockpit and looking out into space. It's the first time she's been in space. Yep. First time she's been anywhere. And uh, so they talk about it like, well, you're one of us. And, uh, well, you'll want to stay here for this next part. <laughs> yep. And they go into hyperspace for the first time. It's funny where Hunter talks to her. He With says, her. that was an impressive shot. Yeah, and, and she's never picked up a blaster. Where did you learn to do that? She's like, I've actually never picked up a blaster. So that's interesting. Well, it ties in a little bit to the clones programming in some ways. Um, you know, they're built for being able to take people out for fighting. And Omega probably, even though she is a different clone, she's probably still got that military acumen. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's funny how Regger's like, it's going to take more than a blaster to take me down. And Echo's like, it, you were down. Yeah, like, it you are, did take you, were, you down. It did. No, like, they yeah, got but you. not for long. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just the classic, I'm invincible, strong guy. Yep. It's kind of fun. So basically, they're like, we were, he's like, um, Tech asks Hunter, what's the next plan? Hunter's like, well, I was thinking we could lay low, but with Crosshair hunting us, it's not really an option because he'll find us. Yeah. So. We need to get some help. 
Well, can you, Omega asks, can, can you get help from your friends? Like, that's a short list. That's <laughs> a short list. Uh, but then Hunter says, we'll go to J19. Yep. And that's where they leave it, because, of course, they don't want to give you any other hints. No. Nope. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the end of the Aftermath episode. We got through it. We did. We did a great job. They go into hyperspace, and we move on to and the next Omega episode. And Omega gets to see hyperspace, which... It glows in her eyes, and you can see the yeah. awe in her face, which is probably one of my favorite memes, where it's like me watching Star Wars for the first time, and it shows her with the glow and the awe in her face, uh-huh. and this is me watching Star Wars for the 100th time, same thing, same glow, picture. <laughs> the awe on her face, it's like, yep, that, yep, that's about it. Yep, I freaking love it. It's so great. And then, yeah, it cuts, the end. And then we have we have an okay theme music. It's it's not as catchy as the Clone Wars or standard stuff, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm sure by the end of it, we'll be humming it all day long. Uh huh. But ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We've gotten through it. That's it is one. super late, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this quickly before we uh, go off on another tangent. But we will totally tangentialize next week yes we will well we did at the beginning of this episode yeah we totally did that's why we so, gotta stop it yeah that's true <laughs> it is way late yeah it's much too late for that <laughs> but you know those of you who are raising your own little nerds sometimes you think you have a bad batch but they each all have good qualities you just have to focus on those that was perfect. Thanks. <laughs> I, I drew a blank. <laughs> <laughs> I know I couldn't remember. Like, yeah, we had a, we had such a good one. We did in the previous episode, and I didn't write it down. Oh, neither did I. Oh. It was just off the cuff. All right. Oh well. Well, we'll we're we'll refine it. That's yeah, we, we will. Go. We'll get it by the last episode. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. 16. You have a good one, and we will catch you next time. Bye.